praise the Lord, people of God, for the great things that he has done, that he's doing right now, and yet has prepared for our future. That is the God we serve. He is our Alpha. He is our Omega. He is the beginning and the end. The God that knows our end from the very beginning already wrote the story. So we know that we win. Hallelujah. But we have to endure the journey. We have to endure the journey that we embark on to get ourselves attuned and in line with what he has prepared for us. I just can't turn turn it over to a vessel that is uh, disobedient and unwilling to do his good and perfect will. We must learn how to be submissive unto the will of God. And we do that every day. We do it day by day. He teaches us. He guides us. We do not serve a God that cannot feel. That is the purpose for him leaving his throne in glory. Hallelujah. To be born into this world that he may feel what we feel. So we he can help us. He can send his Holy Spirit to help us to endure great trials, the tribulation, the frustration, the anger, the brokenness, all of the stuff that we have to uh, put up with while we're on this journey. Know that our elder brother in Jesus Christ already paid the price for it all. So we find ourselves in solitude unto him. Just get in that secret place call that uh, secret closet. Just get into our secret place underneath the shadow of his great wings wherever we find hallelujah his presence and his comfort and that is through our worship and our praise as we invite him in. The word said he inhabit the praise hallelujah hallelujah of his people. So whenever we begin to just cry out and lift his name up and joy into the situation, he comes. He comes and he be in our presence. In your presence, Lord. There is no greater place to be. In your presence, Lord. Come, Lord, and fill this atmosphere. Let your presence, O Lord, dwell within us, around us, and all throughout our day is our prayer. Keep us, Lord, as only you can for this day, hallelujah, that you have given unto us. Order our steps in your word, guide us, and direct us, Father God, to those that you would have us to intermingle with on today. Hallelujah, Father, for we don't want to be anywhere that you are not. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's get our day started. We'll be right back talking about the Church of Thyatira on today. The Church of Thyatira. It is the fourth church in the book of Revelation. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Be right back in a few moments. Welcome back, my friends, to With Purpose, my purpose podcast designed with you in mind, understanding our purpose and our identity in Christ Jesus. 
We have to know who we are and to whom we belong. Must know our identity in Christ Jesus. There is no other way that we will be able to sustain or survive or to even gain an understanding and even the knowledge into the times in which we live and what God is preparing us for. When you begin to understand your purpose and your identity, then you understand the plan that God has for your life and you begin to understand the conflict and the long-suffering and the hardship that you may have to endure on this journey. It is with purpose. God utilizes everything, whether it's good or whether it's evil. The words that all things work together for the good of those. Huh? To the call. And you are called according to his purpose. That is the will of God in our lives. So we celebrate him. Hallelujah. In fact, Paul said, rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Be exceedingly glad. In the book of Matthew chapter 5, as he's talking about the blessed people again. Be exceedingly glad when they say all manner of things against you. For his name's sake. It has to not, not be for our name's sake. Nothing that we have done wrong to call hurt hurt, harm, or shame unto his name, but for his name's sake, we are to be rejoicing and exceedingly glad as we continue on the journey. Understanding the uh, church, uh, book of Revelation dealing with the churches that God put on the heart of John to pen in this great book of Revelation. This book reveals in time prophecy and it Really, it, it gives a depiction of the church that God created from the start and the church that he will rapture in the end. From the first is seven churches. Again, the number seven is the number of completion. And as we learn in the first chapter of Revelation, as Jesus is explaining to John about the seven stars and the seven candlesticks, seven stars being the spirit, the angels of God of the church, and the seven candlesticks, and then he said, and Jesus, seven candlesticks being the church, and the church should be a light. Remember Matthew, he says, a city that sits on a hill cannot be hid, so the church is to be the city, is to be the light that is shining in times of darkness. In other words, we are to be that guide for those people that may be lost, that may be lost. So we're up to the church of Thyateria. Thyateria is the fourth church. And as we stated before, the churches begin on the coastal line of this country, Asia. Asia is now known as Turkey, if you want to be uh, get caught up into the modern uh, day times of this country. Now it is called Turkey. So, Viteria is the fourth church, and whenever letters was written to the church, and these letters circulated through the churches to be read, 
So the letter started with Ephesus and then it went to Smyrna and then it went to Pergamos. Uh, and now it's at Thyteria. And they are reading the letter to them. And now little characteristics about Thyteria. Well, I always like to know the history of what's involved in going on Thyteria. It was known for its great uh, service for textile. It was known for being able to dye different materials. Uh, more of a servitude. And as I studied these places, and all of them had a, a uh, gift that they could provide a service until, until the community. And Thyteria was to provide uh, apparel and cloth and materials so people could dress. They had to uh, have that appearance that they would make different clothes for royalty and they would make different clothes for sector people. We know we always, we had to be robed, in other words, you couldn't walk around naked. So this is the place where they would go and get all of their materials done. And Thyteria was very, very small smaller church and God goes to them and he tells them as he introduces himself to every other church he gives his his appearance to them his eyes is like fire and his feet are like the burning brass the same description that he gives to Daniel uh, same uh, depiction that Daniel see in his dream as well and as we talked about before these are books these books are prophetic books that tells of the end of time so Daniel saw the same picture just as Jesus described himself the one with eyes of fire and the feet of burning burning brass eyes of fire that means that he is able to see through you transparent his eyes the fire will burn up and consume so he can see the heart of the matter we can't conceal anything from God at all he see right he created us he created us therefore he knows all about us he knows what we're going to do before we even do it but his grace and his mercy that is so sufficient and just keeps us Hallelujah. We thank God for his grace and mercy. That is what's keeping us here as he did for these churches. He gave them, he, he told them about the good things that they were doing. And then he told them about the bad. And then he always called for them to repent. The repentance and the same thing that he did here in Thyteria. As he said, he is the son of God and he is wise in all his his ways and the good characteristics of Viteria. He he na basically named uh, the character of himself that they possess, and that was love, faith, and ministry, patience. But he said, "Don't forget about your works." And he even told them that your last works 
should be greater than your first. So these were people that labored and they served. They served. This is God. Uh, Jesus remind us that he didn't come to be served, but he came to serve others. And that's our characteristics. That should be the same characteristics at, that we take uh, in this hour. We are servants of the most high God. And that's what these people did in Thyteria. But here comes the sin. Now he said more to Thyteria than he did to the other churches. Any of the other churches. He said more to Thyteria. Because of his character that they possessed. But he said now I have ought against this. Something against them. What it was. Here we go again. It's talking about the worship of idol God. And eating sacrifice. It's sacrifice that was meat sacrifice to our idols. And then you allow that Jezebel to teach in your church. You allow Jezebel to teach in your church. Now, whether Jezebel was a physical person that actually taught again in this church because these are physical churches that was created, but now for us, how is it applicable to us today? And we remember the story of Jezebel in in 2 Kings. She is the wife of Ahab. So Ahab he was the king. Jezebel was the queen that had those 450 prophets that went after Elijah. Yeah, that fought against Elijah. Jezebel, she was authoritative over her husband. She was authoritative and she vowed to kill Elijah. You know the story of Elijah and the prophets, the, the war that it wasn't a well, it, yeah, because uh, Elijah wound up slaughtering all of them, uh, all of the prophets. But he told them to call on their God, and he would call on his God, and they built altars and they laid up sacrifice, and the uh, the uh, men of Jezebel they called on their God all day and all night, and they cut themselves. Remember idolatry. These we're dealing with. If you remember your teaching in school about the Greeks, they thought a lot of mythology. Mythology. They believed it was a god for the sun, god for the water, god for the grass, god for the earth. It was a god that, in their mind, that they had for everything. And the, you know, with the children of uh, Israel got in trouble because they wanted to build a god just like the Egyptian and they took all the jewelry and made a calf out of worship. They wanted a god that they could see. They wanted a god that they could see so they would create these gods and bow down and worship. This is where, this is where all that idolatry come from. And, and the only true god, we can't visually see him, but we just have to trust and know that he's there. Hallelujah. By what he has put on the inside of us, even before we was born. But this, this is what the idolatry come for. But back to Ahab and, 
and uh, Elijah, and they called on their, their God all day long, and he never came. And Elijah taunted them and said, call on them a little louder. Maybe your God is asleep. <laughs> Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. But when Elijah got ready to, to do his sacrifice, he just simply prayed and called on the God. And God came down and with a boat of fire and he burned up the sacrifice. And the word said he even licked up the water that was around the altar. That's the God. Hallelujah. That's the God that we serve. And then Elijah began and he slew. He slew all, all of those uh, those people that she had and she became angry at him and she promised him death and Elijah became afraid of him and he ran and ran off into the wilderness and he was fed by a raven uh, for a time and God provided him with water but it, God did kill Jezebel and the dogs ate her, her body. But she wanted to rule. She wanted to rule over man. And so this is called a Jezebel spirit. There is an order to everything that God does. He created Adam first and then he created Eve. It's the, the order that God has instructed. So when he speaks of you allowing this Jezebel to come in and teach... He is talking about the order of the church. He is talking about um, her teaching them to commit fornication, which is uh, for us is a, a sex before marriage, and to worship, eat things that are sacrificed to idol gods. She's teaching them to do this. It's Greek mythology now. And she is saying it's okay for you to follow Christ and also eat this stuff. Remember, the church is poor. And these people, the people around them, they still have money. And they do all this sacrifice and burning to other gods. And all this meat that they have, it goes to waste. It's rotten and they're throwing it away. But here's these people in the church that are hungry and they feel like they could eat this stuff. My God, what an epiphany. What an epiphany. You know, the Word of God teaches us in so many ways and, and we are always try to take the Word of God to fit us. We will. We'll turn it around. And, and that's a lot of what, what uh, this Jezebel spirit was teaching. Is to turn the scriptures around to fit, fit you. You Surely God wouldn't let you starve to death. You could eat this meat and be done with it. So they desensitized. They desensitized what God had told them not to do. My God. And then... God warns them and said, I want you to repent. And this Jezebel spirit is the same spirit that we find in uh, Babylon, which is, I say, the Babylon 
uh, is truly a city, but spiritually it is the people that have been drawn away from God through by the tricks, the wiles of the enemy that she separates and divides the church and they become followers of Satan. And uh, hell was not created for people, but it was created for the devil and his fallen angels. But the word said that hell enlarges daily. It is enlarging daily because of the choices that we make not to follow him. But these are people that are drawn away and he's going, he said he's going to destroy them. He's going to burn them up. But he gives them an opportunity to repent. That is the purpose of revelation. That's the God that we serve. He gives the people an opportunity to repent. Now the devil and his angels, they are doomed. But the people, he's given warning to turn back unto him. And that is our purpose. We are to, to, to go out and win souls for Christ. That as a disciple of his, bringing them back to the fold. God, we thank you for your word that is ever so true and ever growing and ever revealing, ever revealing. We thank you, God, for all that you're doing, you're done and you're doing right now and yet has prepared for our future. Continue to teach us, guide us, and lead us as only you can onto your path of righteousness. That we stay true, God, to God, true to you, Lord, and stay the course that you had set before us. Y'all be blessed. Be safe out there on today in Jesus' name.